You are now, now tuned in to another episode of Free Game Friday, episode 21. Can, Can you do, do something for me? We got a special <laughs> guest, our second special guest of Free Game Friday, Manny Wells, man. Ooh, Independent. What's up, brother? You know what I'm saying? Man. Hey, um, so we're going to go back to our bases. We're going to read a few questions from the fans and mm-hmm. ask from if it's relevant to your journey, give us an answer. Uh-huh. I got some questions for you. You got some questions for, for us. For sure. A We've lot. been seeing your motion a lot. Millie, yeah. you were a suggestion for sure. <laughs> I, was getting, I was getting a facial one time and your shit was on in the background. I was like, oh, I'm a fan. I'm like, I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, that's fine. All right, let's go through some. This is from Shelly DPWS. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I got, uh, Why? Ain't that Arthur Arthur sister name? <laughs> What's her you name? Did you read the question? <laughs> he just threw that. Nigga threw the question. What are your most effective pieces of social media content that help grow your fan base? Live sessions. Live sessions. I would say live sessions are most effective. Live sessions is what got us to this yeah. point to where everyone was like rehearsals, oh, really too. Rap. But that's a live, yeah. You know? True. Oh well, I guess live performance content yeah. is the most effective. Interviews, interviews, interviews too. But going. that came after. But yeah, yeah. and interviews are great because you could get um like I got a a couple of viral sounds that's just interview clips, mm. and that shit it builds familiarity it's with your voice. One. See, you yeah. know, and it, it builds that with your <laughs> voice. So when you do drop a song, niggas like I know that voice. Yeah, you feel yeah, me? yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to pull one? Well, I, I'm curious about his answer. Oh, yeah. What's your most effective pieces? I feel like, for me, it was like the reaction ones mm. where I would just I seen those. play music for people in the studio and just press record on the camera and see how they react. So none of those was rigged? No. Beautiful. Never. <laughs> I can't. I don't know how to fake. Right. Yeah, it got to be. He said rig. It's some rig ones. I've seen a few of those. That's dope. Hey, shout out to them. They do their thing. But mine is like, yeah, it's organic. And if it it doesn't move me, I won't even post it. Yeah. The formula. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it goes. Okay. This is from Hector LaRoe. What distro do you use since moving from DistroKid? I currently use Command Shift for my catalog, and I use Vidya for new catalog. Um, I like them both, so I've been trying both systems. Command Shift, I really love because they built a technology around my business model that really accommodated the way I do splits and share revenue with people. And Vidya came uh, later, and they're just, I love them. They're hella supporter, and they got a great technology as well. And I could call right now and say, hey, bro, can you get this song up for me? And he just going to say, yep, and oh, it's God. done. Mm. And I God. think that's what we lacked with DistroKid. Like, yeah. I, I got the number to DistroKid, and, and, you know, they, they did their thing, but it's not as responsive. Right. It's not yeah. as yeah. much of a team behind it. Bro, yeah. Command Shift really built a whole system yeah. just to accommodate what the you future. Building. Right? That is so like that's they hard. really shout out Command Shift, man. Shout they're out Video, shout yeah. out Command Shift. And they're both of these technologies are built by people who wanted to see the industry change. Exactly. Wanted to see it better and improve. Right. That's hard. What what distro do you use? I use now I use NPR with mm-hmm. um 
What is they it? Are, salad? Audio salad? Audio salad. Are yeah. they still using audio salad? I think salad? so. I think so. Audio salad. Before that, I've used distro. I've used TuneCore. Yeah. I used Level. And I used Stem. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So I, tr- you, I try you to. You got to get around. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now, like, is all of your catalog spread or is it in one place? The last... It's spread. It's definitely spread. I, I definitely want to get it into one space. Like, pre-NPR is spread out. But NPR mm-hmm. is, like, the most... Yeah, like, you should get you should get it in the yeah, home. Yeah, I'm, I'm, bring them. We gonna talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dope. That's bring that dope. Pull one. Oh, bet. Let's see. This is from Nikia Kumatos. Look at that man. What resources did you use to learn how to mix and master? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do you do you mix your music too? Because you produce. I don't mix and master my music. However, I do know how to. I just don't want to. I never like mixing. <laughs> it's like, it's a whole different world. It's but, a lot. But recently with content, I've been having to like dive mm. back in. Right. Mm-hmm. Like mix audio, live stuff quicker right. than waiting for an engineer. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. What resources did uh, we use? Uh, I used um, YouTube, Hella YouTube hella people I used to just watch like anytime I would go to a studio early I was shoulder watching my dad's homie at a studio I asked him a bunch of shit but really experience I had to mix um, I was mixing my shit Tessie shit truly shit all the live sessions Chantage everything right. so and reps. I've been mixing <laughs> since high school so it's like I've been mm. getting reps I've been mixing forever you know and I'm still not at a place where I'm like I love this but I mix all my own shit yeah every time I send it off to even some of the guys who are like those guys, it's like that's not it. Yeah. You feel me? But yeah, I use everything. YouTube especially, but you really gotta get experience. You gotta mix a hundred songs, then mix a thousand songs, then mix ten yeah. thousand. <laughs> it's on me. Is People it? Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Go ahead. Lucky card. This is from N Dash A. Okay. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> what camera do you use to shoot with? Yeah, <laughs> we're using the Ronin 4D now, man. That's the big boy. That's when that shit looking crispy and, and right. all, you know, that's the Ronin 4D. Previously, we was using the Blackmagic cinema camera, the uh, Pocket 4K. And uh, we used that probably for the first three to 400 live sessions and interviews, everything we shot. And now we use the DJI Ronin 4D. What camera y'all use? We use the... The Black Magic, we use a Sony A7R3, and then my homies in Maryland, they use uh, they use some Canon camera. I don't remember. Those joints cold. that you be doing, like when you be on the roof or you be in your crib. That with was the a Sony. Yeah. The Sony and the Canon. Yeah, the ones in like Nigeria, the ones for tour. That was the Black Magic. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You edit and, and cut and grade and everything? I do the captions. He and the other creatives color. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. So I'm you not. got a, a video team? Something like that. So I have a I have a heavy video team in the DMV. Mm. But then I'm I'm working on building more people around him to like so we can get more stuff done. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, between DMV and uh LA, we got like a nice little system going on. Nice. Yeah. Community. Yeah, community, community. exactly. What made you move to LA? Man, I was always in LA, bro. 
I'd be in LA, I'd spend like three months. Hmm. And in that three months, I would spend mad money right. that I wasn't really like making. You know, and I was like, what were you make doing sense. there? Like writing? Writing camps. Because I just did my, mm. I had a pub situation. Mm. So I was writing in studios. Just so making your publicist was getting you in rooms? Yeah. Dope. Yeah, did yeah, you get yeah. any placements from there? No, because I didn't do it for long enough. Uh, I was like, I'm just going to write songs for myself. Right. <laughs> Why so not? Is, your, is your pub situation, is it admin or like a, a split on, it's on like both. writership? Oh, it's so. both. Yeah, it's both. Are you yeah, still in it? I'm still in it. It's almost over. Oh, okay. October. I got a few months left. Dope. Did so you enjoy it? It was cool. I, I think... The first half, I got to meet, meet a lot more producers. Mm. And so I saw their process. I saw how mm. they were working. And I was like, oh, I'm up there. Right. So I'm going to work with y'all, and I'm going to work on my stuff. And we're just going to focus on Manny Wells versus like, oh, let's yeah. make this song. Let's try to pitch it to this person. Because mm. when you do that, you're waiting for that person. And that song might never bro, drop. And, it, and it's yeah. like, you yeah. can have a great song. Exactly. Like, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. right. So we're, we're actually about to drop songs that I made in 20. 20 and 2021 that I was trying to pitch. So we're just gonna we're just gonna drop it because of fire. Right. Bro. Yeah. So the fucking good company one that you when you first hit me, mm-hmm. oh my life. Yeah. Was it dream? I wrote that shit in like 2021, 2020. That's now crazy. I'm just yeah. kind of because I'm like, man, I want to go to Afrobeat artists, but it's like you could really sit on great shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but sometimes it, it's like you came today and it's like nigga. That's it. <laughs> that was it. That was That's it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've been pushing him like, bro, just drop it, please. Right. Yeah. But he's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. What you got? Um, it's from No Name. How did you go about building a proud to pay platform? Man, um, it's been a long journey, but the platform itself. So we started when we started proud to pay. We used to do it at the door and just do cash. And then it was <laughs> like, that's not uh, ideal for people who really, really want to support you. Because no one wants to pull out $500 yeah. at the door. So then we end up, when we did the first Backyard Show, or the first Vallejo, the Empress one, we did a spreadsheet. We we made a fucking spreadsheet and it had hundreds of offers. And me and T had to pull them out individually, email yeah. the person. We was doing all this shit ourselves yes. manually. And then I end up meeting um, that's crazy. Ibrima. From TBA, uh-huh. I'm a co-founder in TBA, and he created, just built that whole thing and let me come in. And I found uh, Nye. There's a photographer named Nye, and she did an event. And she was like, oh, we used a black-owned ticketing company. So I tapped in, met them. And he already had a ticketing company built, mm-hmm. but it didn't have, like, the offer-based system, the product-based system to accommodate my business model. So I was like, bro, this is what I need. I pay mm-hmm. you to build it. I need this. And... From there, it was, it was it. It was history. Now we got some shit that's like the first yeah. in its existence. I'm going to do a fucking arena show as a, you know, offer-based proud-to-pay show. It's going to be nuts. That's going to be hard. <laughs> that's going to be hard. Oh, God. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Damn, I had, I had a question about that. I'm trying to... You should do a proud-to-pay offer-based show, bro. We are. You should... Yep. Let's go. <laughs> Make it a special, intimate we are. experience. It's, it's Even actually, if you want to come do your first show on the band at Pergola, that'd be cool, too, because I want to do talk about that. specials, because Jane, but yeah. I feel yeah. like sunset shows, like, you'll eat that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk, bro. Yeah. Cool, <laughs> yeah. cool. Uh, let's see. 
This is from btmi.said. <laughs> Do you consider yourself woke? Not really. <laughs> what does that even mean? Do you? Uh, I don't consider myself anything but human. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be chilling. Yeah, <laughs> don't put I, nothing I, on I me. I don't consider myself nothing. I don't want to be labeled nothing. Bro. Oh, thank God. I don't know. Like, I think that term is overused. Right. If right. you know stuff, you know stuff. If you don't, go learn. It's like, are you a good human? Yeah. That's what matters. I'm a, I feel like <laughs> I'm a good matters. human being. Right. That's what I am. Not woke. right this is from trippy since 95 can i gain 10k followers in less than a year if so how you can for certainly gain 10k in less than a year i think i grew half a million in a year i spice grew right i spice grew a couple million in one year so yeah if so how um Put out content and great music. Give people something great to witness, right. whether that's an interview and you speaking on some real life shit or you posting great quotes or you sharing great pictures, great songs, great live performances. Just make great art and share it. Yeah. You can easily gain 10K. That's nothing. You can do that in a day. You can do that in a couple hours. I've, I've, yeah, I've <laughs> seen that. We've done it in hours. Yeah. Right. right. In hours. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Fact. This is from Q Ortiz Health. Oh, it's for me. Tieta, do you have a self-care routine? If so, what do you do? Um, I wouldn't say like a routine. I really just be chilling. I mean, I do. I go to the gym. I guess like, yeah, in a way that's self-care. Okay. So yeah, 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 yeah. I'll start my day with the gym and you know, I'll, I'll eat, I'll chill out, I'll read. I've been learning how to play the piano. So I'll hey. like practice on the piano and then I'll start my day. Self-care. Your house is a self-care routine. Oh, God. Like, That's exactly <laughs> what I wanted it, it to be. Like, it's like an know. oasis in yeah. my brain when I'm like... My shit feel like the wild, wild west. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I walk in my house and I'm like, what Same. is going on? Same. I be like, sheesh. But it's also home. peaceful, but it's like, it's so much. Yeah. It's intense sometimes. It represents me well, though. <laughs> it's like, I always have a lot happening. <laughs> One time I walked in, I was like... How do you manage all that? Everything happening? I got a Tieta, I got a Millie, I got a Splash, I got a Sarai, I got a mom, a pop, my sister. Yeah, like you know what I, mean? I got a I got a village that really, you know, helps me maneuver the things that I need done. But ultimately I've been kinda like I've been doing this shit I've been doing a lot of shit for a long time. So it's kinda my norm. Like if yeah. I don't have shit to do, I feel a little bit off. Mm. Right. <laughs> <That's back. laughs> okay. Right? Yeah, if we don't have like a million and one things going, it's like, what are you doing? Right? If nothing's happening, it's like, what the fuck is happening? You know, I was just talking about that in the interview I did yesterday. I was like, uh, the beginning of the year, we kind of had like a slow time where it's like we took a break because it was Mm -hmm. like we went hard for like a year and a half straight. And then for like three months, we were just burnt out. And he's like, so y'all weren't doing nothing? I'm like, no, we were doing shows and interviews and we were still shooting free game. He's like, so y'all didn't stop. And I was like, Nah, but we did. Like, <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> how much? How involved are you in like? Oh like, boy. Oh, uh, like when you when you make a song and you release it, are you doing like your admin and your content and uploading to the distro yourself and planning the shows and and the marketing and are you running the ads and pitching the spot? Like, how involved in right it? Right now. 
I oversee everything, kind of. I know everything going on top to bottom, what picture they're about to use on a flyer. Like, I want to get to a place where, like, I have people that be like, that's the picture, and I don't even look and be like, use that picture. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm my team is growing, but in the past, shoot, I was running the ads. I was reading marketing books, learning how to market. I was reading books, how to just sell product in general. How do I look at myself as a product and not just, like, an artist? Um, I, was, I learned how to make beats myself. I learned how to upload to the DSPs. I, like... I learned about publishing. I read the music industry books like eight times. But I, of course. I watched all the videos. I watched like everything. You wanted it. And now I'm just like, okay, how do I really become a better leader and just delegate mm-hmm. and just have people that I trust that want to do mm-hmm. things? Because I like I'm a good creative. Like I could, I feel like I could sell anything even outside of music. So I want to get to a place where I'm just like creating, creating, creating. Not just music, but like right. videos, anything creative, creating a shirt, and then I have people around me that I could trust and be like, okay, this right. is how many shirts we're printing, mm-hmm. stuff That's like that. That's dope that you learned it all yourself, because yeah. now you know what you're mm-hmm. looking for exactly. in terms of building that team. Exactly, yeah. Right. Nobody's going to yeah. pull the wool over you your eyes and be like, <laughs> take, so what you take you can ask any new student, you can ask him. Like the like one of the first videos, I was like, "So you gonna send it today?" He's like, "Today," I'm like, "What's stopping you?" Right, right. What you here for? <laughs> like, like right, I can edit right. stuff on my phone. We, right. we just did seconds. that that live or that rehearsal. But, he dropped it same day. As soon as we walked off the that's pilot. crazy. It's rendering right now as we speak. We bro. different, and it, it should be that way. Yeah, bro. it should. When you condition people to move at that pace. Then it's always easier to do the shit that you don't have to do to three weeks later. Cause it's exactly. Like, you know, I'm used to having to do this shit right after, right, bro. Right. That that makes everything else easier. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Who pull is it? I don't even know for real. The last one trippy since '95. So. We'll I pull. Then I think it's you. Yeah, yeah I think it makes it. It's all good. Shelly D P W S says, "What jobs did you give people?" I can't even read this. That was me. I was scribbling hella fast. <laughs> around. Around yep. you that make the biggest... Oh, this is a good question. What jobs did you give people around you that make the biggest impact on your success? Man. Um, you want to answer that one first? You can go first. Um, Merch was the first role that really impacted my success in... Um, that was initially like Yaya, Millie, and then when Sarai came down, Sarai really helped a lot with getting merch moving, finding Cam, Child. So merch was the first role where it was like you could see the impact. It's yeah. like that's more getting done than you could possibly do yeah. alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there and then um prior to that was uh really T's role, which I don't know what that is, just Business development. <laughs> uh, Real niggas me? are um, us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever role that goes under T's uh, definitely altered. Um, engineering. Child's role is very important. Like, now we have such a flow. Like, I, I'm able to do a song and send it, and then, you know, by the time yeah. it's my turn again, it's like, all right, we're good. Yeah. Because I mean? mixing takes a shit ton of time. Right. Um, having a graphic designer be gigs. 
helps me out with a lot. Roll helped me out. Yaya helped me out a lot. All the early merch designs. Um, video. Splash now. Like mm. All the GCTVs, the last 20 plus, have been Splash. Just having somebody who's always on content. Um, shit, every role, every role around me really is like, <laughs> yeah. man, every single role around me has, has impacted my business so much. Yeah. I'd say engineering. Because the moment I, I locked in with, uh, his name was Jake Vicious, via House Studios, the joint you do made, yeah. I was like, bet. So now I don't have to think about mixing. Tight. Cool. You know, how do y'all, how do y'all, uh, if you can disclose, how do y'all do the business, like, when you mix? Is he getting, like, a royalty on songs? Or yeah. Or do you pay him up front? Tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, he's been getting a piece of my songs for years. We're just waiting for the one to pop so that he can be rich. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. That's so, incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's incredible. Like, because um, he, he, runs, he, he runs his own business now. So, like, our models change. But, like, at the end of the day, he's always going to get something. Mm-hmm. So, it's like now he has overhead that he has to figure out. So, it's like, all right, he's not just going to mix for free. Right. But even though I pay him something, I'm going to still be like. Because that's mm-hmm. your dog. That's my guy. That's your dog. And I, I don't think I'm going anywhere else as far as engineering. Incredible. Yeah. And you, man, bro, so many engineers don't see a royalty at all. They don't. They're just doing a service a per hour, sir. Like, that shit is crazy. Yeah. Man, if you're out there and you're indie, give your engineers some royalties. They deserve some, too. Your shit sound good because of them. Because of them. <laughs> that's, that's semi-production, man. Right. Just give them a the little something. The song wouldn't even come out exactly. without them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, Go for it. this is a good one. Uh, this is from Pavin underscore Gil. Does GC have an email list? How do you grow slash store that data? Look at that. Right. Look at the alignment. Actually, while we were on the road, I was thinking, I was like, damn, we don't have an email list. So like we were getting ready to do a show in DC and we weren't able to just reach out to our DC followers and be like, we're about to throw a show here. If you want to come, you can come. Right. So I was like, we got to find an email list. So hmm. immediately I'm thinking of like MailChimp or something. I don't even remember the website that I found because it's so new. But if we post this clip, I'll, I'll tag it in there. But I ended up finding a website that allows you to not only drop, because we have all of these emails from when we were doing Merch manual show. shows. All mm, the all the emails sales. from people, where they're from, Thousands phone numbers. We have emails. all this uh, data, but we've just been storing it. We haven't been doing anything with it. But this website allows you to ingest all of your data and create a link where people can sign up to your email list. So if you go in the link tree right now at the top, it says join our email list. And yeah, we're going to start sending out. What is that If you click the link, will the company pop I up? Don't, I don't think so. Oh. Um, but I will, I'll definitely yeah, add so it. Yeah, so they can get yeah. their love. Yeah, but yeah. Do you have an email a great list? Company. We do, but we just started focusing on it to grow it. I used, you heard of Superphone? Yep. Yeah, Ryan Leslie. Ryan joined, yeah. Like, the crazy thing is when he first made it in, like, 2013, he called me and was like, yo, this is what I'm about to do. And as a fan, that was the greatest thing on earth. And so I've been rocking with that since then. But honestly, like, Legendary. I never focused on growing that, like, or the mailing list. Mm-hmm. Recently, it was when, we're, as a team, we were like, all right, we need to do this. Like, we need to really grow you, this. You know what's crazy? It's not even something you have to focus hard on. Right. You just have to tell people it's there. Like, we created 
I got several lists. Like yeah. I got a I got a thing in my bio that's just zip codes. You could just put it says where do you want to see La Russell? You click it and you just enter your zip code. So I have a file with thousands of zip codes of just where people want mm. me to go perform. So you really and I never I don't we even never think I announced that it. one. They just did it themselves. <laughs> so when they click the link tree, they see it. Yep. They see it there. Uh, so they're and like, Linktree, I want him to yeah. perform here. Linktree allows you to subscribe to somebody's link tree. So mm-hmm. uh, somebody was like, Oh, I got a notification. That's From how I DC. knew that you were doing the yep. DC show because mm-hmm. they're subscribed to our link tree. So like when we upload a new link, well. it tells we use them beacon for that. But yeah, like yeah. put shit in your link tree where it's like, where do you want to see Manny? And make it simple. City, state. And people could just fill it as they find you a new fan, they gonna just click it because they yeah. like. Shit, Every I time I find yeah. a new artist, and I click their link. Must go bio. by, and next thing you know, when you t- ready to go to tour, you could just sort by New York. It'll show you every person who put New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know Linktree was like that. That's fire. Yeah. And then if you have it collecting emails too, and they put their zip code next to it, you can send out an email to all those people who put that zip code. Hey, I am doing hmm. a, a show in this city. In you asked so, to see me. So Linktree essentially. Uh, is like a can be like a Mailchimp. A little like, bit. It collects the well, emails. We we connect Google Forms. To yeah. Linktree, yeah. So we have the data direct, not not via uh, Linktree. But Linktree also have its own set of data. Okay. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But okay. they also do. If you go through, you can see who your subscribers mm-hmm. are, and if they're getting text or email notifications, you can see their phone number or their email through your, your subscribers. They can get text. They can get text from Linktree, from Linktree saying, game. hey, a new link was just uploaded to the Good Company website. And it'll say what that, whatever you named your link, it'll say, hey, this link, I'm doing a show, come see the Russell in DC, just got uploaded to the Linktree. Can they so respond? They, they can click the link from the they, text. But they just can't communicate with you? Nah. Yeah, I don't think they can text okay. you. Yeah, we do have a Good Company phone, so... We like people have yeah. been able to text from yeah, merch like and some things people, like that. Some people text us and say, Hey, I want to bring a cake to the show, or it's been dope. Having that hard. We went and bought an actual phone and built a super phone. Like, we bought a real <clears throat> phone and just dumped all of our good company yeah. contacts from merch and everything and built a phone. I, so I just uploaded them to a CSV so and then created directly. Uh, contact files and then you can upload them to your Apple That's cold. Your Google thing. And then That's cold. Create. That's cold. Yeah. Come on, we can go a little longer on this episode because you're getting <laughs> This is from Scott John Live. Do you get nervous when you perform? I don't. I do not. Hand in the pocket. Hand in the You're seasoned though. Yeah. Like you, you, nothing threw you off. Yeah. Like some people, especially with singers, when there's like when key changes and shit, a lot of them can't find it that fast. Yeah. But you seasoned. Let me. My dad, my dad was a musician, is a musician, and his genre of music is called. Um, like juju music, and juju has two meanings. The first one is it means to dance or throw your body. The other one is like voodoo is dark magic. However, <laughs> so then we not gonna talk. He a pastor, so he so he makes gospel juju music. And so when people would have like birthday parties, they would invite him to shows to mm-hmm. to their parties. And so it'll be a band, piano, it'll be drums, piano, guitar, talking drums, instruments, mm-hmm. right? And so what he does. 80% of the time is on the fly. There's bass songs, but let's say you all come to the party. I never met y'all. He has someone that collects your names, and he's like, this is LaRusso, this is T, this is da-da-da-da-da. He holds the camera. He did. So his job is is to make you feel good and be like, 
and shout out to La Russell, good company. Like he'll shout you oh. out a bit, and then they spray money. Mm. So that experience, I started doing that when I was like nine. He's been doing that for years. So that experience, just to be on stage and be do things on the fly, right? And it's bro, it's so much fun. Like yeah, our rehearsal, all of our shows is like that. Yeah. Like, we don't have a set list. Yeah. It's just whatever the fuck they play, yeah. whatever we go into. Like today, yeah. we just flow with it and. To me, it, it just, it takes away all the rigidness and the repetitiveness of performing. Because, mm. like, I was starting right. to kind of get unexcited about it. But yeah. doing it this way is like, we might end up doing some shit from the years first, ago. first album yeah. years ago. And yeah. it becomes a moment. Yeah. What, when did you, like, first hit that? When did you first start doing this? Simon. Yeah. Simon came. Garage probably, rehearsals. Towards the end of 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, but it was like winter. 2021. He came and then... They did we, like we a were, live I session. I used to rehearse in my garage on live. And um, one time he came with the keys. And we didn't... I didn't have a plan. It was just like, bro, play on top of this. Play on top of this. And everything we played, he was able to find. And it was like, let's just do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's that's hard. That. Malcolm yeah. was like, you need to bring him yep, everywhere. Right after. Damn. We need to bring him to every show. Yeah. And since then, he's been everywhere that's I go. Hard. Then we found Michael Prince. Mm-hmm. And now we got we uh, KMS. KMS on yep. the saxophone. Damn. So it just keeps building. And everyone's improv. Everyone on stage, every time you see a show or a viral piece, no one knows what, what's happening. It's just vibing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It's hard. It's fire. That's fire. Yeah. It's on you? Yep. This is from Lord's uh, 34UX. Most concerts are at night. What are why are your shows so early? Why <laughs> even this? Man, because I'm a grown ass man with a real life. <laughs> I don't want to be hey, out that, at nine. That's 10 so years. real. Hey man, the last show we did in DC was later because I had to do it after the festival. And I was telling them, like, next time y'all see me, it won't be this late. Like, <laughs> I promise you. Like, I love the 1 p.m., 2 p.m. shows too, because I feel like in the morning when you get up, noon is about when you get your pep. Like, you, after you get your workout, your run, mm-hmm. or whatever, noon, you like, I don't ready to take on the day. So, if the show start at 1 or 2, that's your best energy. Nigga, we outside. Mm, at 10 p.m., it's hard to get a nigga to really <laughs> Unless they lit. You know? Yeah. Unless they lit. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I don't be... And I like the kids to be able to come. The grannies. Like, I don't have a specific demographic. When you come to my show, it's every age from 5 to 55. Mm. And they all need to be able to enjoy it. They not trying to be out at 10, 11 p.m. Right, right. The day shows for me works because everyone gets a chance to experience it and you got the best energy. Like, from 12 to 3, 4 is like your peak energy. And not even just from the fans, from the crew, from everybody. Everybody. Everyone's happy. Everyone. (laughs) I don't want to go home at midnight. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. That's a great time. That's smart. I never even... <laughs> oh, it allows more people to come to your show, too. I believe. Like, I think that plays a big part in the reason why everything we do sells out. Yeah. So you're able to come. You know, even if you got work the next day, it don't matter. Because yeah. it's two. <laughs> you still got time to go home <laughs> and get some sleep. I got home that vibe. For real. It's on you. It's on me? Yeah. I pulled before him. It's on you. All right. Remember, All right. I kind of mixed it up a bit. If you say so. We'll do three more. This is from Afro underscore Ka. Will you ever release live performances on song 
of songs on streaming platforms. I think a live album would be dope, but if there's a reason why you wouldn't, please share. He does. Yeah. Everything is on. Yeah, just about. <laughs> the shit you heard today at rehearsal with Manny is going on streaming. Oh, let's get <laughs> we're it. We're going to bust it down. We're let's going to get it. <laughs> let's get it. Hey, for real. <laughs> Do you um do you put your live versions on stream like when you do them on, on Instagram? Not all of it. Mm. We about to uh, cuz so what we're doing next month is the live version of the most recent EP. Yeah. And so we're doing to pay pay what you want and then we're donating all the proceeds to uh a DACA foundation. Mm. And DACA is like it stands for Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals pretty much Obama passed this law for kids that didn't have like green cards or um, citizenships and then it just lets you stay in the country to work and hmm. pay taxes. That's what I am. I'm not a U.S. citizen. Wow. Yeah. This nigga a revolutionary too. <laughs> <laughs> and so we've You're not a U.S. All citizen. The... Where were you born? Nigeria. When did you come out here? 2003. So wow. yeah, almost so you just here working. Yeah. But that just became a thing in 2012, 2013. Wait, so you don't have uh what's it called? Like um a green card? Yeah. Nope. Or a visa or something? Like Is you saying this permit? on this video going to go on this? No. I'm like <laughs> Yeah. I, have a, I have a friend from Germany and she was like they, like the company that she works for has to pay for her to have a work visa like do you deal with that or no so because of this da, yeah DACA lets me stay here however if I want to go to Germany to do a show is a whole process mm. yeah to get back to the US to leave and come back Sheesh. I gotta they apply for advance pretty much <laughs> yeah pretty what, much what is your name <laughs> Your, your full name. <laughs> what is your but name? Where from? Like, because where your you name really ain't from? Manny, nigga. My full, my full name is Emmanuel Olawale Ajamale. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's my situation. Wow. So, right, now they're going to find him easier. Wow. That's for his whole government. <laughs> oh, yeah. <it's... laughs> nigga looking up right now. Jail. <laughs> nah, they, they know me at this point. Yeah. They 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 that's, let me. That's dope, bro. So yeah. your experience was it like a, a culture shock going into DC? No, nah, not really. Cause we in Nigeria, we were always exposed to like what was going on in America. Mm. We were slightly. I had family that was slightly privileged, and my dad was already in the state, so we we had access to Dexter's Lab and Power Range, like everything, Sorry. cable. Sorry. So we knew everything. We watched all the movies. So when I came, it was just like, oh, okay, this is it. Yeah. It's cold as he shit. You're having it already. Yeah, it was <laughs> cold as shit. That was the biggest difference. Ha ha, this nigga said Prince Akeem. Prince Akeem. Hey, yo. <laughs> Princey, man. Oh. <laughs> All right, oh, man. This is from Mark Hughes. What hours of the day do you work best? I just explained it. There we go. Early. I'm a nine to five guy. You feel me? I'm a regular earlier. nine by five. By time four five hit, I'm like, I'm ready to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm nah, ready to real. wrap up. You feel me? When we on the road, it's all day. But at home, it's like, yeah. Once I drop my daughter off, my day is like yeah. in motion. And by time program over, I'm usually done and ready to clock out. Yeah. <laughs> we do like 11 to 8. Because first three, four hours, I'm just like reading, praying, gym, mm. working out. And then by like 10, 11, I try to sh 
schedule shoots or sessions no earlier than 11. Mm. So, and then I try to leave at like 8, unless I have to. You um, you studio. record at home or you go to like a studio out there? I record at home. But if a homie is like, yo, pull up to the session, um, I ask him, how important is this session? If it's late. You know, <laughs> right. if it's like, right. nah, they, they know me now. They don't even, they don't really, even like the big dogs would be like, right. he, he not about to pull up. Yeah. You know? Same. Yeah. Same. That's a good thing to build, though. Yeah. That's a great thing yeah. to build. Yeah. That's a, oh, that's what I was gonna say when they were talking about the late, the late shows versus early shows. Like you have turned down doing shows because they were late, yeah, mm. and sessions and things like yeah. that. Don't some decent money because <laughs> it just don't be aligning. Yeah. Some people trick me. <laughs> they do. Some people trick me because I be like, I, I be sent like now when I book a show, I tell people I don't go on stage after this time. You know, what's but, your latest? Now I always say seven p.m. Like my ideal time, if I if it's not my own show and I'm just doing a set, I like to be on around three to seven. Seven is like the latest. If it's summer and it ain't getting dark early, I'll do eight. But I really don't want to do <laughs> a eight. Extra it's like, hour. Eight is like, bro, you gotta give me another yeah. on top of this because yeah. I don't want to yeah. do that. You feel yeah. me? Yeah, yeah. That was how we came to the conclusion. Like, bro, no show is just fifteen minutes. Like. One no. time they was like, come do a show. It's 9 p.m., but it's only That's 15 minutes set. Yeah. And it's like, bro, I have to sound check. I have to get there. Then yeah. I have to be there an hour before. It's an all-day thing. Nothing right. is just 15 yeah. minutes. Like, yeah. right. And I have a full team I move with. So yeah. it's like, even a 15-minute set, it's like, no, bro, you got to pay me for a day's worth. How of many work. people do you usually travel with? Everyone? At this point, it's like seven If I'm If I'm least. local or L.A. type shit, it could be up to 20. Mm-hmm. If I'm... Moving out of town, like the last trip was what seven of us. Mm-hmm. Seattle was probably like ten. Mm-hmm. It, it, it mm. just depends on where I'm moving. Word, but usually, okay. five at an absolute minimum. Three yeah. if it's like I'm not performing, we just going to do some press shit. Right. But really, yeah. It's gotten to seven because now we have more instrumentalists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the show is getting bigger, more yeah. demanding. Yeah. Okay. How how you usually travel? Is it just like Small. you're a videographer? Me, Kremer. A road manager or tour manager. And then if it's tour, if it's like a proper tour, we'll do drums, piano. Mm. That's it. And then we program everything so it feels like a full band. Mm. But How do you fly? Like, like, do you like to fly a specific way, a specific airline? Specific I love seats? Delta. Right, I, I was a Delta guy Delta. too, man. I loved it. We got until man. what? Hey, love. I still love Delta, but one time uh, we tried to go to Sky Club. I got a Sky Club membership because we like to go chill in the lounge. Mm-hmm. They got food and shit there. And one time we were sitting in economy, so they was like, "We got to the Sky Club," and they was like, "Oh, you can't go in here because you got Even economy." I'm like, "Nigga, you know how much money Damn. I pay a year?" But they was like, "Yeah, but you poor today, so." <laughs> but I didn't even raise the funds because I was like, bro, they shit. I, I feel I you, you. I was irritated. Me. I was like, is you but, fucking serious? You know, I, I yeah. do fuck with Delta, but it was like little classes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the crazy part was little in classes. San Francisco, they didn't say nothing. But when right. we came to come home, they was tripping on us, and I was like, why? Oh, when y'all were coming back? Yeah. yeah. Why are you being weird to me? Right. Because like, we like no we sense. just went, bro. You you literally just went. They shouldn't have did that. Wait. The difference was it was a black lady in San Francisco. Okay. And it wasn't a black and it lady wasn't, on the way. Got it. But you previous, 
they just implemented that rule because we used to always go. Yeah, because I asked. And she was like, yeah. oh, it just started at the top of the month. Was, it was July 7th, and they, it was like... It was like July May, 1st, yeah, and they did it. Said July right. 4th. So you can't have a membership in Fly Economy? They won't let you in the Sky Club. If you fly Economy, you can't go into the Sky Club. Even if you paid for your membership. Yeah. Wow. Right. Class. Too many. Yeah, right. That's when they walk out in the Sky Club, and they seen us in there, and they said, hmm. We need to change the rules. We need to make some changes. This nigga got his props off. I was like, that's crazy. Come on, let's pull last last three. One of us each. (laughs) Wait. All right. Afro Car, have you received backlash for your honesty about the Rock Nation deal? Um... I don't think I receive any backlash at all. I mean, but I don't think it's something I could receive backlash yeah. for. I was just being honest and sharing my experience. I didn't bash nobody. I just told them what happened. Like this is check me. this is what happened. So right. I don't think there was any backlash yeah. to be received. Um, yeah, it didn't come to me. If so, would you ever do a deal with Rock Nation if they came correct? What does and what does coming correct look like with Rock Nation? I wouldn't just because of all that, and I know they've seen that clip, and no one has said anything, right? No one reached out to be like, "Nah, bro, that wasn't how it is. This is how it is." I'm sorry you perceived it that way. You feel me? Yeah. No one, no one. Tell, right. Like if it was good company and someone had like this story, you know, I'd be like, yeah. "Oh, bro." Or I'd be like, bro, we did. You know, at yeah, least be like, yeah. nigga, we know. <laughs> we we did. Did. <laughs> yeah. My bad. You feel me? But I just don't, I don't want to be in uh, cahoots with anybody moving like that. Like, yeah. just on that. Because, nah. But uh, I'm not opposed to doing a deal. And correct looks several different ways. You feel me? It depends on what we're doing. If someone's like, I want you for X amount of years, that's a different correct versus a nigga who like, I just want to invest some paper in your bill with you. Can I do 10 on you know? Yeah. So um, it depends. But for me, correct is me having my master's, of course, um, the right amount of paper in exchange for however many songs I have to deliver, but ultimately the right people behind the paper. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to do a deal with nobody that makes me feel weary, yeah. or iffy. That shit yeah. bothers me because after I'm gonna have to sit with it and yeah. I'm gonna be mad. You feel yeah. me? Yeah, I'm gonna just be upset. You yeah. said owning your masters, but what about the licensing term? Because I think people don't really focus on that piece. Yeah, um, so for me, for me, that varies, right? Because some things I'm like. I'll let you license for this long. But most things, I'm like, bro, if you help me build it, you can eat off of it forever. I don't mm-hmm. I don't really care for the licensing term much because you put your paper up and you put your life and your energy into it too. I think you should be able to eat off of it forever. Not Because if I work with somebody and I help build something to a certain point, I don't want to get reverted in five years, seven years. Yeah. Like, bro, I helped you <laughs> go from zero. Nigga, I want to eat off I of like it that. as long as you eating off of mm-hmm. it. You yeah. Know? So... I'm not um I'm not a big enforcer of like we need a license. If you're here to help me build it, yeah. I think you should eat off of it. Yeah. Forever. What's correct <laughs> for you? Very similar. Um owning my stuff, creative control. I have to be in control creatively. It's, it it won't <laughs> even work. In speed. Right. Mm. Speed, bro. That be right. the biggest thing. Niggas will slow you down. 
for nothing. And then your base is wondering what's happening. What's happening? I remember when, <laughs> Them I, niggas. Bro, <laughs> like, I, remember when I first found Rod Wave. Yeah. I was uh I enjoyed it so much because I was able to find so much and it was new shit coming. You know who's it behind was like, that? huh? You know Jerry was behind that? The streaming side. The streaming but I mean side, yeah. just I mean just Rod Wave was behind that output. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? He yeah. was making that much and they was releasing that much. Yeah. And then you'll see as niggas get like bigger or a bigger label come in, it'll slow down and it's like, okay, let's drop quarterly, then it'll slow and it's like let's drop and it's like, bro. Yeah. Like that's the reason he was getting so much better. When you listen to Hard on Ice, and you then you go listen to some shit uh-huh. that he made later. It's like, bro, he can sing more because he was getting yeah. reps in so much. So much but yeah. sometimes they slow that process down, and instead of you dropping a new album, they got you dropping a deluxe three months after. And it's yeah. like, nigga, where the new music? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it be it, it really could fuck it up. And yeah. I see it with so many artists. It be like, bro, they was on a streak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slow your motion. Seems like a good place to. Then, well, I think we're going to pull one more. Because, man, this is a good one. I'm excited. I think I just did him. Uh. You looking for a specific question? I was looking for a different name because uh, we did Juan. This is for Juan. <laughs> It's not even. Oh, this ain't even from Juan. KG to Vanessa. How did you build your fan base? What was your technique? Um, damn, I just mixed up. Hella, huh? Oh no, right here. How did I build my fan base? Um, consistent content and music. Authenticity. Authenticity. Um, but really, yeah, just giving that shit consistently, man. We've been. The YouTube, what was the fucking YouTube video amount? Uh, 1,290. 1,290. Me and Splash that went on the YouTube to see how many videos you dropped. I made the Good Company page in like 2017, and uh, we got 1,200 videos so far. So that's how you grow your fan base. (laughs) Content. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, before content, I just went to, I went to every school in the DMV. And I performed. You did the school tour. Oh, yeah. Mm. I did one for free. And then people were like, oh, he's tight. The next time I went around, they started paying me. But I did all the African Student Association events. And I did all the BSU events. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I just did that for, like, years. Like, for years. What was your What was your breakthrough one? Like, what was the one that went a little bit further? I don't remember what I found you. Which Ooh, one uh, I found you on. Ooh, ah. I think I found you a little bit before Ooh, ah. but Ooh, ah was like your breakthrough one that, that you've seen all. Like, yeah. Like, you know ooh, how your follower do like inclement, then it'd be like nigga. Yeah. That, ooh, ah was like the nigga. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. We was on tour looking at the numbers. We went from like, we grew 20K in like a short time. Yeah. I mean, we were already over 100K, but the fact that. Right before tour, we were at maybe like 160 or something. That joint just kept going until we got to like two, two something now. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. For me, it's been really gradual until ooh-ah. Ooh-ah was when I was like, oh, this is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything was like a bump, 30K, 70K, 90K, 120 and then, then ooh, I, oh my god it'd be building blocks yeah. right people get familiar with yeah. your face and your sound like i kept 
seeing your shit. Yeah. At one point, it was like, boom, boom. Yeah. Like, the algorithm start feeding it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's exactly Ooh, what it was for me, that too. That was the one. They were, I seen him, and then they just kept throwing him at me, and I was like, all right, who is this guy? <laughs> right? How did you find him? Like Instagram? Yeah, Instagram That's crazy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. How'd you um how'd you end up getting with NPR? Um I came across the The Bitly video? No. We literally told that nigga, don't use that clip. Oh they don't I found it for the Bitly video. I mean I've been telling him this is how you should run content. But right. I, fi- I saw the money long situation. Mm. And then I was like, what's going on? So I did research and I looked at both ends of the stories and I was like, uh, let me see who this guy is. Right. So I looked up who we were both connected to and I reached out to my homies. Um, I knew his business partner, Drew. Yeah. yeah. I knew Drew from like years ago, from like just, just cool dude. And I was like, hey, look, man, I just need some help. Digital marketing, here's the new music. He plays it for JR. And then my other guy who I also reached out to, reached out to JR. So JR was like, what's going on? Right. Like, you got <laughs> two, fast, two people. Because JR moves. Oh, that like, was fast. Like, right? We, JR we, moves. This was like May. We was doing a show in North Carolina with uh, Coffee. And he calls me. Coffee's hard. Yeah. She's hard. But he calls me and he's like, oh man, I just heard the new music. This joint's crazy. And I was like, we like, what's up? We working or not? And then <laughs> what we doing? We started working like a year ago. And we've just been building ever since. You've been able to see the growth. And the oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. difference. It's like, it's help, it helps when you have a team that you just uploads it and pitches. And so I could just focus on how do I get it to my fans versus mm-hmm. like, how do I get it? And they can amplify. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's man. cool. And then we out. This was a good one. This was good. It's fire. Oh, we already answered that one. How often y'all do this? We used to do one every day so we could have them like all lined up, but now Tieta be hella busy, so we probably do it like once a week. Yeah. We just getting back. Yeah, yeah, compulsive lying is an issue these days, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> This is from I am underscore Devon. How do you find management to help with promo and booking shows? That's a great question for both of you. I don't have management. Um, I started off booking all the shows myself, so I was able to find just different venue owners and people who do it through me reaching out early on, and I got to establish relationships. Um, events, and now I work with uh, ENT Legends, which is for Nadi's them. crew. And I end up meeting mm-hmm. Fernandi through Gerald, who did my first brick and mortar show. Mm. So I really got those connects through actually doing it. Um, all of my management partners that I've had throughout, like Hovain and Stret, anyone who like brings me opportunity, is just been like partnerships. I've never had a finite manager. I've always done it myself. Yeah, I same thing. I learned. I have a manager and I have management, but I learned how to book shows. I used to email the schools with my sister's name. So I'd be like, hey, this is Tolu, Same. and I work with Manny Wells. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> right. be like, I used to use Millie name and emails before Millie was sending the emails. Wow. I was <laughs> <laughs> and, I was... and then I had to be you before right. you were you. 
Oh. And yeah. when I was told her, I used to use La Russell to book the show. That is I'm, book, I'm La Russell funny. booking for my artist. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I learned that, and then, but I, I, I mean, I just, I just know the type of person I am. I, I like to call myself like a, I'm like a creative CEO. And so I need to really focus on the creative, because if the creative isn't fire, I can get people to run the business with me, not necessarily for me, update me. I'm be like, okay, what if we switch this? What if we sell this for this versus, you know? Yeah. And so for me, I was like, okay, I want a manager or a management where I have business manager, a coordinator. Now I have a business manager slash mentor, coordinator, and then I have a manager. And so, like, coordinators is just making sure everything gets done. The manager's, like, kind of reporting to me. Business manager's, like, we're missing $20 on the table right now. Do we take it or do we leave it? Mm. And they're all, like, reporting to me. And I'm like, you know, that's that's that works best for me. Do you have a booking agent? I have a booking agent, too. I'm with CAA. CAA, yeah. Yeah. And then, how, how do you like it there? It's cool. I'm. They know I'm the independent guy, so they're like, you know, we just gonna let Manny do, right? Do what he want, and it's gonna work out. It's like the tour. I was like, let's do a tour, and they're like, okay, because the traditional way is like you need a million monthly listeners. So and what? What does a uh, what does an agency do when you say, hey, I want to do a tour, and you go to CAA? What What do they do on the on their side of that? So they have relationships with venues and promoters. And so they'll go to the promoter or the venue or both at the same time be like, hey, we want to bring this artist to blah, 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 blah. And, he, and then they get the offers and they do the routing. So they'll get, they'll talk to everyone in the nation and then they'll put the dates together and be like, it makes sense to go from L.A. to San Francisco versus go to L.A. to Texas and then come to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So they do the routing and stuff like that. And uh, it's that's something I don't I don't want to think about. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't no, want to think... I want to think about how do I make this that the best tour? How do we make the flyer fire? How do we make the merch crazy? When you do shows, are you usually doing, um, like, in advance or door deal or a split? Like, what, what kind of... Advance. Mm. We do it. We, we've been doing advance, but now with the new partners that we're about to work with, it's going to be like a hybrid between advance buying it out mm. like taking full control Tight. you know what i'm saying so we getting there Tight. we getting there Tight. Man. we getting there you got any questions before we close you got any any for manny anybody have any this has been a great episode yeah man this, this been good, good. this yeah. was a good one covered good. Up. right do you so you do your own merch merch yeah i want to get to a place where we print it ourselves but we work with different manufacturers mm. and so before I moved to LA, it was uh, DMV manufacturers. But now that I'm in LA, we're trying to figure out like, okay, who are we gonna go with? So we're testing different people. Do you sell merch all year, or is it like collections? No, we haven't. We haven't been selling collections per mm-hmm. project. Cause like I think like for me, my my merch is like they're like capsules. And so when I make them with a project, that's the only I want to be able to say like that's the only time. So if you didn't listen to it. I'm sorry. You mm. might not get that shirt again. It might not make sense. Right? Are you designing it or do you have a team of designers? I'm hands, I have a team of designers, but I work like, we text all day and I text them at 3 a.m. Look, what if we put the L 
on the bottom. <laughs> like I'm that type of creative. Like, what if we go to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, I was sleeping. I'm like, I know my bad. Now I just give people disclaimer. You don't have to respond to me past 10 p.m. <laughs> but I will text you. Just don't feel. It. He knows. Like pressure. I'll be like, sorry, bro, but I'm just sending this to you so when you wake up you can see it. <laughs> don't respond though. Like that's the type of creative I am. What's your uh, process after you make a song and you feel like? It's one of those ones, and you want to get it to people. What is oh, your, it has to come out. Process? I send it to JR. Ooh, I, I'm, as soon as I made it, I said, bro, I'm sending this to an engineer. Send him the payment. Give me a date. I said, my birthday is on the 25th of January. This is December. We're going to drop it on my birthday. It's too far out, but it makes sense because it's my birthday. People are going, what do you want? Listen to my right. song. <laughs> and so, like, that's what I mean by speed. Like, I can't right. do that. I had a label. It's like, I got this one song that I'm finishing right now. I could probably play it after. That joint is going to go. Same thing. Send it to, I spoke to the engineer. Then I, I spoke to the engineer today. I said, I'm sending you the songs. Yeah. When I get back to L.A. tomorrow, mix it, send it back. It's going out. I love out. it. I you know love what I'm saying? It, yeah. It's speed, man. I, I just got to. And I was also telling him, we, be, we have a lot of conversations. If something's in my head for longer than a week and a half or two weeks, it's not going to get done. Mm. an idea a piece of content even if we try it out on a smaller scale we have to because like tech companies kind of move like that where it's like this idea they go through beta phases right artists don't want to go we don't want to go through beta phases we want to go through like this perfection and create the best Mona Lisa so are you are you not doing a song in the studio in one in one session you'll probably do it like throughout the week or throughout the week sometimes if uh, it just depends on how I feel most like if I feel strongly about a song, I'm finishing it that day. Right. I will not. Like, my girl got to tell me, eat. My right. my homies got to be like, yo, you need to eat. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, you need to you need to take a walk. I'm like, nah, we're going to get this done. <laughs> tight, tight. Yeah. Yeah, Sheesh. Man. This was a good one. Right? And it's been another marvelous episode <laughs> of Free Game, Game Friday. Friday. Episode 21, man. Manny Wells. Yeah. Man. Legendary, Let's not go. a U.S. Questions? citizen. You know the fuck <laughs> going on. Oh, if you have <laughs> Look, submit them to the link below. He this said video. not a U.S. citizen. <laughs> Don't worry, it's, it's coming. If you got questions for the next episode, submit them to the link below this video or in our bio. Yeah. We'll Shout out time. Jr. from NPR, man. Shout out Manny Wells. Big Bentley's in the back. 